On New Year's Eve 2009, we decided to come up with goals, not resolutions, for the year ahead. We wanted to take control of our lives instead of sitting back and letting life happen to us or pass us by. Every year since, we've created a bucket list that encouraged each other and worked toward achieving our goals throughout the year. In 2012, we started to document our journey in our blog, The Great Goal Rush. I'm Chris. And I'm Lissa. And this is The Great Goal Rush Podcast. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another edition of The Great Goal Rush Podcast. I am one of your hosts. My name is Chris, and um, downstairs from where I am right now, coming to you live in our new house, would be our co-host or my co-host for the for the Who's day. hour for um, the day. Yeah, and what's your problem? Did so, you forget how to do this? No, I was going to say that you. Your name is Lissa, because <laughs> I didn't say it. You cut me off. Um, and we are going to record this on Zoom today because we feel like it. And yeah. going to be. So this is, since the world is now in Zoom, we feel like everything we do is through a Zoom meeting. We thought, why not have this in a Zoom meeting? So, And I'm joined today by our co-host, Christopher <laughs> Bernard White. That's not what my icon says. You're just Christopher Bernard White. That's what I, that's your name. My icon says Mr. White. Okay, well, you're, I don't know what your icon is. Your name is that, and that's, you are our co-host. What do you see? Why do you say? You said our. Okay. Um, and, and so where's our baby? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I'm upstairs, you're downstairs. Where's the child? She's behind you somewhere, sleeping. Uh, let's hope. She's um, sleeping. Unless she's learned how to crawl out of a crib at six months old. <laughs> like Chucky. Right. Tis the season. season. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not playing with that. She I'm coming the from the kitchen. Yes. Are you? I'm just moving. Why? Don't mind me. Um, so we haven't talked to you guys in months. Um and Chris and I haven't talked in months either. Yeah, this is the first time we're reconnecting. But the last we've time- been we've been right. socially distancing from each other. Voices, presence, yeah, everything, mm-hmm. everything. Um, we moved, um, and we have been trying to stay afloat with a baby, which of course we had beforehand. But she's getting older and becoming more and more difficult. I would say. Well, it's only more difficult because we're both working now, but it's nothing that every other parent isn't dealing with. Though I will say, and I'm not trying to like oppression Olympics, but we don't know what parenthood is like pre-pandemic. Like other people have a point of reference that is pre-pandemic. Maybe that's better for people that they're like, it's better for us, I mean. I look at it two ways, but it's better for us because we don't have a comparison to make like, oh, things were so great. Parenthood was so much better before the pandemic, but also we, on the flip side, don't know what it's like to parent when we're not under a pandemic. We don't have a, this is our first kid. She was born in April, like literally at the height of the pandemic mania in Virginia. Yeah. And I think that hurts because now she's not able to socialize with family members and 
see a bunch of people. So now the only faces she sees is you, who she's obsessed with, and me, who she seems to tolerate with the exception of the past two days where she hates me again. So I'm not sure. I, I think it's probably worse because she's not able to see everybody. Well, it's not about her. <laughs> I, don't, I don't care. She's resilient. Kids are resilient. They'll get over it. She'll get over whatever damage is done to her. And or she might not get over whatever damage has been done to her. She'll have to go to therapy like everyone else. We all are damaged in some way or the other. This so is correct. whatever. It's but I guess right. I'm just thinking like I we don't know, we don't know what life is like with a baby, with a child in normal circumstances. And we and probably won't know what that's gonna be like for another year or so. Right. Honestly. And she'll know this is her normal because this is all she'll ever know. Which again, that's a good thing. Okay, great. For her. Fine, whatever. But like you said, she's young. She'll just, she'll get used to it. It's not a big deal. Kids have to deal with a lot worse. I mean, arguably uh, a bigger deal is us moving (laughs) than us raising her right now. (laughs) We had been stuck in our house for, you know, over a decade and we were able to move into a beautiful neighborhood, a beautiful house. And it seems like every single day we pinch ourselves trying to figure out if it's actually really happening. We do. I pinch myself all, all the time. I pinch myself. I pinch myself. Um, uh, about the house. So that's fun too, that we are so lucky that we got to experience an economic collapse I'm sorry. And a pandemic. We're so lucky. We're just so, our generation is so lucky that actions that have been taken by previous generations have resulted in a pandemic? Monumental, yeah, monumental failures. No, I hear you. Um, That's interesting to say. What I don't appreciate is when that older generation still tries to tell us how we should be doing things because the way we do things now. You can't afford, right? You can't afford a house, and that's really weird. Yeah. You can't make sure you buy, make sure you do this, make sure you do that. It's like things are different from, you know, 40, 50 years ago when you were growing up. Like things are not the same. Uh, I just don't have time for that anymore. Someone said to me who is, uh, let's say they're in their 50s. So they would be considered probably Generation X. So it's not. In their 50s? Early 50s. Okay. Uh... But when I said to them where we were moving, they said to me, wow, that's really far out there still. Okay. And I'm like, I wasn't given the opportunity to make $300,000 off of my starter home and put that toward my next home. But yes, that's, that's, I am far out there. And I'm sorry that my husband is a teacher who works in a district that have, that haven't been given pay raises in how many last year, maybe it was the first year. Yeah. We had a freeze, a pay freeze for like seven years. years. Yeah. Something like that. It's kind of like, what would you like us to do? I can't, I can't live in a certain area. So yeah, it's gonna, well, this is, it's going to take me a while. We go back to the word that I use over and over again with the whole empathy thing, because even when I talk to certain teachers and they're like, wait, you guys can't move out. Like why? How could blah, blah, blah. It's like, 
if you got stuck in that window when the bubble burst, you were screwed for 10 years because your house didn't appreciate to anything, which means you were underwater and you couldn't sell your house. So you were, you were literally stuck. And all you could do was refinance and hope that your you know, house went back up to a level that you didn't lose so much money on. And we were lucky enough to be able to sell it. Shout out to Jennifer Young Holmes, who helped us out tremendously. There you go. Um, and we were able to sell it and move. So, but yeah, that's, I mean, we've had the baby since the last time we talked to the audience. This is the biggest thing is the house. Yeah, I, I'm so grateful that we've been able to do this. And it wasn't, it wasn't easy, the moving process. And it wasn't easy finding a house. You did an exceptional job. That's a story for another day, though. Yeah, that I just want to say that I'm so thankful that we get to live under this roof, at least until we're evicted. <laughs> well, let's keep the oodles and noodles nice and ready to go. We, got, we have those, like artisan oodles of noodles that yeah. were like two dollars each well in like a week we're going to need like the regular oodles and noodles no artisan right <laughs> <laughs> um i don't want to go too long with this because i feel as though either the baby's going to wake up or uh i just wanted to reintroduce ourselves uh first off you didn't You're want right. to do anything i had to force you for like two weeks remind you over and over you- again it's not that I did not look want to me do this. in my eye. You can do that now because I'm not sharing a microphone. It's not <laughs> that I didn't want to do this. It's that I am tired. I feel like I live in a constant state of being tired. And right now I'm exhausted. It's Friday afternoon after, you know, uh, a work week, which I felt like I was on zoom the entire week. I'm done. I'm done with the computer. That's all. Okay. Um, I assume that you mean all technology. No, I did not say that. Notice how I said I'm done with the computer. (laughs) Ha ha ha. Difference. Don't try to trip me up. No young into this. Please get out of here. No. (sighs) The computer that fits in my hand. Chris is getting a new phone. (gasps) You just showed the baby. Oh, uh, well. Get that photo out of here. This is going on YouTube, remember? I don't think it's going to. It's going on my private YouTube account, so I can watch it over and over again. I was about to say, so the <laughs> one follower, which is you, can watch it over I, and over again. I haven't even looked at our numbers. We could have taken advantage. I wanted to make money off of this podcast That's this all year. That's for, is money? No, well... Who's going to oh, buy the oodles of noodles? I'm about to say, it's, we're not affording this house off of my salary. Uh, I promise you that, Jack. Nope. I don't even know what our uh, viewership, is it a viewership audience, looks like. I haven't looked at the, I haven't even looked at the metrics. So if we're on a podcast, how could it be a viewership? I'm, I don't know Listen, what the word how about, is. How about listeners? Subscribers. Yeah, yeah. Listeners. listeners. Yeah, that's, that's a good that's, one. Yeah, that's yeah, exactly. it. Well, now it'll be viewership. <laughs> It's definitely not okay. I'm, I'm not. Um, have you completed any goals back to like the original point of the reason why we started this podcast to go over all of our bucket list items for the year? Uh, yeah, plenty of them. I just don't know which ones off the top of my head right now. <laughs> I mean, we we've already talked about this before on previous podcasts. A lot of our goals were travel related, um, and if they weren't travel related, they're affected by COVID now, so we can't do most of them. 
It's the year of derailment. I will say this much. I'm coming back with a bang next well, year. I and I put out you. plenty of goals. So don't fake on the funk. You better come with it next year. I have been so consumed oh, Lord, here with we go. the child, uh, child. that yeah. you asked yeah. me. No, you, <laughs> you asked me. <laughs> and I don't mean like, I, I don't want to be consumed, but she like needs me. So that's like a full-time job. Oh, um, yeah, she, she and <laughs> she doesn't want you. Oh, anyway, nice. so, well. Are there any lies? Continue. Um, I didn't realize until a couple of weeks ago, a month ago, when you said, have you added any goals to your 2021 bucket list? And I was like, no. And I looked at my phone and we're in October. And I had, the last time I edited my notepad on my phone where I keep all of my goals was like February. (laughs) (laughs) that's a problem so needless to say it is a scarce list scant yeah well it's unfortunate because we also have to think about next year and and, you know definitely january of next year it's not it could be the way it is right now it's so i am operating as if it is going to be like this year but the difference is i'm i can prepare for a world in which we can complete our goals in a pandemic Whereas this past year, it was like, we obviously created goals that we did not realize were going to um, not be able to be completed because of a pandemic. So it's a little different. Yeah, I guess you're right. We'll see though. I mean, a lot of ball game left. We'll see what happens at the end of this year and then what happens at the beginning of next year and then go, I don't know, we'll see. I mean, since we've moved, we've probably completed one goal, two goals, you signed up to be on the city board yeah there's another one i've done as well though oh, okay we're accepted you were accepted but we moved so you can't be on the board anymore Equity and then and I, inclusion which really sucks because that sounds like a board that i would really want to be a part of yes and then i was able to complete one goal which was to go to the glenstone museum in maryland huh that's chris is looking for his phone well one the ups truck Two, mm. I heard the baby. Oh. Mm. <laughs> so on that note, which we have to come back to you at your park, um, we got to go. Baby makes noise. Um, <laughs> baby, makes noise. <laughs> baby makes noise. Baby makes noise. My baby makes noise. So we got to go. We'll talk to you guys soon. Nice to be back. Go vote. Go vote. Vote. If you don't vote, I'm going to have someone's ghost haunt you. Cool story. (laughs) All right. See ya. Visit www.greatgoalrush.com for our bucket list archive. And if you want to follow us on social, you can find us on Facebook at Great Goal Rush. Thanks for listening.